Hi, Fiona. Thanks so much for joining me today. <laughs> Sneaking me a little glass of all big water. Yeah, you see, it needs to be branded. I need to have something that says Fiona. Ah, yeah, that's word to the wise. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, yeah, so we were digging around um, and looking at what brides and grooms to be were were really asking about wedding photography prior to booking it. And um, this question I really like, and it came up so many times. People asking, what are the different wedding photography styles? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a bit of a it can feel like a bit of a minefield because I'm fully aware um, as a photographer, I have a hard time sometimes explaining the styles and what I do and how how I work and how other people work. So I can completely understand how for brides and grooms, they can literally get a little bit daunted and hear all these words and just go, what? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. So, um, so yeah, basically, I'm, I've, I've kind of got to try to put it together in sort of three kind of areas that probably I think sum up most of what people might hear and most of the styles that are kind of relevant, I think, now. Okay. Um, so firstly, and this is probably a style that is not quite so not necessarily popular, but it's just with the nature of digital photography and the way things have moved on. Um, the traditional or classic style is probably not done as much as a standalone approach to photography. Um, what we mean by a traditional or classic approach is it's slightly more formal. You're producing um, more in the way of posed imagery. The photographer will probably direct a little bit more. Um, it's not so focused on capturing emotions as such. It's more classic portraits, family portraits, uh, an approach that's kind of a very, probably more static way of capturing the event. And I'd imagine for the majority of the time, the traditional, the classic approach is probably tied down into more kind of like the ceremony and a few photos afterwards. Yeah. Just by the nature of how how that kind of style really is approached. Um, it's it's one that I suppose it probably sort of ventures from the days of film where mm -hmm. film was expensive and photographers would go along for a couple of hours at most with a few rolls of film and they'd maybe shoot two or three, a handful of photos in the church and then they do their family formals outside the church where you capture in, you know, bride and groom, mum and dad, auntie Mavis, uncle Bob, you know, all the people who'd come and that was kind of it. It's it's yeah. basically the album that all our parents have. Pretty much, yeah. It's pretty much there. Um, yeah. And while it has definitely, that sort of style definitely isn't the approach that majority of couples really want to go for, um, it obviously does have its benefits in certain parts of the day. Mm -hmm. Getting your family pictures. Um, so it is something that, like, I think you'd probably be hard pushed to find a photographer who classifies himself purely as traditional or classic now. Yep. But a lot of photographers will include elements of this within the day. Um, so sort of going on to the next, the next grouping that I've kind of put together is kind of contemporary. Okay. So again, this is equally as, as random and word for going contemporary. What? So um, this is probably more inspired, I'd say, by fashion, editorial, a creative approach. Um, so you might have some sort of element of posing in images, 
But actually what you're really trying to do with a contemporary approach is create something that's a wow. So mm -hmm. it's using light, it's using angles, it's using um, composition. It's probably, I'd say, it's more summed up in couples portraits. Okay. Um, so it's the sort of thing you see where you've got this amazing vista and you've got this teeny tiny couple, but it's something about the image. You just go, whoa. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's the sort of thing you wouldn't you'd expect to see in the middle of a, you know, a coffee table book or that kind of thing. And so that contemporary approach that is influenced by, like I said, by fashion and editorial and, you know, the kind of way that those sort of images are created yeah. and very artistic. Um, yeah. So that's kind of probably the, the, the next style that you see a lot of, um, particularly if you look at things like um, Junebug right, yeah. or mm -hmm. um, I think where else is really, really, really key for those. I mean, you, you know, you, you see them all over the place. A lot of blogs will show these kind of wow pictures of like, you know, silhouetted against sunsets, that kind of thing. Standing um, on the edge of a mountain. Yeah, it's, it's the images that, that you kind of hope will make the couples go, oh, oh my word, look at that. The ones yeah. that you kind of go, yeah, yeah, take me to Kuala Lumpur. I'll absolutely shoot that wedding for you there. Oh, this amazing that. view. <laughs> that, um, actually, that works really well with colour as well and contrast, doesn't it? You see for some photographers and it's all about the splashes of colour and, and, and lighting. And... It is. It's very, I, think that, that, I think the contemporary approach, this kind of creative artistic approach is very much um, key to yeah, colour and bringing in elements that really sort of like it is, it's more than just, here's a bride and groom, here's a background. You know, mm -hmm. when you're creating images like that, you're always thinking about the composition, what else is coming in and what else is adding to that image to make it a wow image. And it isn't, it actually almost isn't quite so much about the couple in the photo, weirdly. It's actually more about the setting as well as the couple. Yeah, that's um, sense. So I'd say that's probably, that, that's also, a style that it's, it, it's probably not classed as contemporary necessarily in the magazines and blogs. Um, they possibly call it creative portraiture, mm -hmm. things like that. But it's definitely something that is, is out there and something that a lot of photographers do. Um, and the third one that is probably the one that people hear about most, reportage documentary. So this is the one that's bandied around everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. And has been for years. I mean, it basically, I mean, the, the essence of it has come back from documentary photographers who went off to war and documented what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> very much uh, what clearly weddings aren't, thankfully. Well, hopefully not, anyway. Um, <laughs> you'd hope not. Um, so, yes, yeah, so obviously the approach in that respect is you are not involved from a photography point of view in anything other than capturing what you're seeing. So right. it's very right. much approach of you're documenting moments, you're capturing emotions, you're watching um, how people interact. It's very storytelling. Um, you often find black and white leads quite well. Mm -hmm. But not always, you know. I mean, I know some documentary reportage photographers shoot primarily in black and white because it actually aids their um, way of being able to capture these stories and be able right. to show the emotion by taking out all the colour and just having it purely focusing on what's happening in the image. But this is this is probably the approach that, um, you know, as a photographer, you'd be un unobtrusive. You're not going to be dictating anything. You're not going to be asking people to do anything. You mm -hmm. are literally there to observe, to watch and to photograph and hopefully getting the kind of moments that people are going to love. It's like the tear in mum's eye as her daughter says, I do, 
or granny busting some moves on the dance floor or, you know, first kiss or those sort of things that kind of just happen and you want to get and you want to capture. So, I mean, they're kind of so between the three of those, the traditional, your contemporary and your reportage documentary style, that I would say probably sums up most of what is out there in terms of wedding mm-hmm. photography and the kind of key styles that you're seeing at the moment. Um, and it's quite unusual to find people who do just one of those three. Sure. The majority of photographers, myself included, um, combine mm-hmm. for different parts of the day. So for 75 odd percent of the day, you're doing the storytelling. You're watching what's happening. You're capturing the moments. You're looking out for little emotional things. You're looking out for the little interactions. Um, I personally, I love doing the contemporary aspects as well. So when it comes to couple shots, finding something that's really, you know, you're getting the emotional side, but also finding something that's a real wow mm. thing for them. So they've got something that brings in the place and the location and everything about it. And actually an image that they're going to go, Oh, I love that. That's just brilliant. And, um, and also, I think with the contemporary, it's also part of like capturing like the details. So that brings in the kind of editorial aspect instead right. of photographing obviously flowers, cake, room, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think the, probably the one that you do sometimes find photographers who only do one style is the documentary. There are a few photographers who only do documentary who actually say, I don't do family photos. I don't right. do couple photos. So I think this is one of the things that couples should be aware of when they're actually investigating photographers is if you like the documentary aspect which most couples do because they don't want to feel like it's front and center all on them and they have to stand mm. pose photos for four hours which sure. let's face it, probably everyone's idea of hell <laughs> unless you're a model and get paid for it so, so, yeah. it's like, oh. um, so the majority of couples do want that kind of lifestyle candid approach but it is worth knowing that while the majority of us who do wedding photography will include the contemporary and will include the traditional, we'll do the family photos, we'll take time with our couples to get the photos, we'll capture all the details. Not all photographers who actually have a documentary approach do that. So it's definitely okay. worth checking because some I absolutely know have said, I do not do this. Right. So it is, it's definitely worth having that question. Um, I mean, the other thing, just to sort of throw it in as a bit of a side, um, side comment it's not really a style as such but film photography is worth mentioning um while the majority of photographers do shoot digital now uh there are still a handful who are um film only shooters mm-hmm. is fabulous and wonderful and i think it's very i think it's great that we still have photographers who shoot film um but obviously the way that is approached is very different to digital that you're still dealing with people who are shooting X number of roles of films. So obviously there's a cost implication to that as yeah. well as a technical in aspect that, you know, obviously there might be certain things that will or won't, won't be possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then same with digital, to be honest. It's, that's I think the difference between film and digital often comes down to a look. Um, yeah, absolutely. Has a very definite look to it. Um, it's kind of really hard to explain it, but it's kind of like you put one next to the other, you know it. Sure, yeah. Yeah, a texture and a definition, maybe. Yeah, very much so. So obviously, you know, for, for, for couples who do want to go down that route, there are photographers who who do shoot films, so that is another option to bear in mind when people are looking. And then um, another thing just to consider is 
some photographers are well well again majority of us um do use natural light for the majority of the day okay. whether that light or light coming through windows or whatever there are some photographers who only use natural light so they mm-hmm. won't use flash they won't bring in extra lights for evening they won't set up lights to do external shots so again that's something to bear in mind i mean um I tend to do natural light for the majority of the day, but obviously when the lights go down, you need a bit of flash. I'll do flash for, for speeches, potentially. I'm not averse to doing the odd creative shot outside, get a bit of off-camera flash, that kind of thing, just make something a bit interesting, a bit fun. But I know there's those doctors who don't, for whatever reason, they either um, just aren't keen on the flash look or they don't feel comfortable doing it or it's just not their kind of thing. So, again, oh. that's something to bear in mind when um, couples are researching photographers to find out um, while for the majority of the day, when it is summer, you can use natural light. What do they do if the venue is dark or what do they do if it's a rainy day mm-hmm. or how do they approach um, dealing with lighting conditions that are slightly tricky because some venues are. Um, right. So it, might, it might be worth sort of asking that question then. Can we dip into your portfolio and see what happens in those in those situations? You know, have yeah, you, have absolutely. You, I mean, it's not, it's not to say, yeah, I mean, you know, the beauty of cameras nowadays is you can shoot at at very high ISOs, which allow you to grab as much light as you can, but obviously there are restrictions to that. Um, and I know a few photographers who don't really shoot flash, but still do really great night shots and evening shots. Mm -hmm. Obviously the look is very different. So um, it's worth saying to people like, do you, it's not, you know, not being, do you or don't you? Oh, you know, oh, you're bad if you do one or the other is no different. It's just purely a, what you personal like the preference. it's totally personal preference so you know there's a very different look to a shot that's done on the dance floor with flash and a shot that's done on the dance floor yeah. that doesn't have flash and figuring out which as a couple you prefer will yeah. again help you whittle down which photographer you might want to go with um so actually i've got a wedding coming up in december and the bride um basically she, she has no issue with with you know, danceable shots being shot with flash because, you know, it's a December wedding. It's going to be dark. So I was like, look, you know, we're going to have to have some sort of lighting of some sort. That's how I shoot. And she goes, yeah, but I don't want that swirly, swirly stuff with the lights. I was like, oh, light drag. You know, when you do the shot, she said, yeah, I don't want that. That's fine. Okay. No worries. Because again, that's a, that's a, a very definite look shooting with flash that you get that kind of swirly light thing. Some people like it and other people clearly don't. So, um, these are all conversations to have with your photography obviously if you have a preference if you don't and it doesn't matter and you're happy just to let them get on with it great but it's always good to know if someone particularly does or doesn't like a certain thing because you don't want to go and shoot all the dance floor shots with the sweaty lights and then go yeah. then, oh i'm so sorry i didn't know it would have been really this handy. kind of keys into the advice that we we always gave everybody our, our couples and it was go and look at whole full weddings yeah. um don't look at highlight galleries you've, you've really got to dig into full weddings and see yeah. how that photographer works in all the different scenarios throughout the day. Because um, that's, that's really going to tell you everything that you need to know about, about who to choose and who to go with. Definitely. I mean, you know, and if, if a photographer is, I'm always a bit like suspicious. If someone isn't prepared to show you a full gallery, you have to ask why. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I understand if someone's new and starting out, fair enough. In which case, as long as they're opening saying, I'm new and starting out, mm-hmm. that's fine. But if someone's been around a while, and they can't show you a full gallery, then I'd be a little bit suspicious, personally. Because, sure. um, yeah, it's something I frequently ping out full galleries and say, there's quite a lot. <laughs> you might be a while. <laughs> it's better that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's cool. Brilliant. 
that's yeah. great. So, um, yeah, before, before we wrap things up then, Fiona, we've just got one more quick question for you. Uh, it's a little bit of a fun one. What <laughs> started with wedding photography? What, what started me with wedding photography? Hmm. Okay, so I um, my background is graphic design and art direction. I worked 14 years um, art directing photo shoots and organising photo shoots. And being the person behind the photographer saying, could you just do that? Can you, no, can you, cop, can you, can you get the light doing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, right. for, uh, for a photographer who works in fashion and in retail, they're probably used to it. For anyone else, photographer, you know, someone over your shoulder telling you what to do, slightly frustrating. Yeah. Um, I'd done photography at school, so I kind of had a basic knowledge. And I don't know what it was. It was just kind of, I, I've been eight years, no, I've been 10 years doing nothing but design and art direction. And I was just getting a bit tired. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Just getting a bit like same stuff every year. You get all excited about projects with new clients, and then they go, "Oh, but could you just maybe do what you did last time with one small change?" And you kind of like, you know, from a creative point of view, you just go, oh, "Training, yeah, yeah." Okay, 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 okay. And then I got married myself, and we got we actually got married in Las Vegas, which was really random. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I had, we had the professional photographer that came with the chapel. We got married at the little chapel of flowers in Vegas and they provided the photographer to take photos through the course of the ceremony and a couple after. Mm-hmm. But I also had one of my best friends who used to be a photographer and she came along and she brought a beautiful old film camera and three rolls of black and white film. And she did the, when we were getting ready photos and she did the bits right. in between photos. Right. And this was like before, like, wedding photography in this format is now was really a thing okay. you know it's very early days of this kind of style of photography starting and we got, so we got married and went back the next day to check out our photos and we probably picked like five from the professional photographer right they were all right but they were just really they just felt really average they were just kind of like nothing wow nothing amazing you know they did they were, we were more than happy with it because it was like we knew what we were getting when we did it um yeah. It didn't, you know, so, and it was fine. It, you know, got photos of us walking down the aisle, photos doing next drink exchange, a few couple of portrait things. Yeah, I think maybe we, got, we probably got 10, maybe, something like that. Right. And then my friend processed her film photos and she sent them to me and I literally was like, oh, oh my God, they're amazing. And she went, and she was like, oh, but some of our focus and some aren't that great. Oh, so I'm like, right. they're amazing. They're amazing. That's magic. And it was just the little moment she got, she like, my dad opened the bottle of champagne in the room when we finished getting ready. And then there's a photo she took of me and we, we, we traveled in a stretch limo from hotel to, to the chapel as you do in Vegas because mm-hmm. it's Vegas. Yeah. And I was really, really, really nervous. And I was just looking out the window as we were approaching to the chapel just to wait to see my husband. Just go, I need to see him because I'm just really, really nervous right now. And she took a photo of me looking out the window and it's just slightly silhouetted and just profile. And I look like I, I look kind of nervous. But I love that photo because it just shows my hair and it shows everything. And it the, just emo- the emotion of the moment, yeah, I guess. It really did. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a great one of me and my husband laughing in the evening. And there's all these little things that she captured. And I've got one framed picture of the official ones and about five or six of the ones that she did. Us. Right. And it just, and I don't know, so it was some like little spark in my head at that moment where I didn't, it took me another year or so, six months into a year of kind of working out what it was and I and I sort of I was processing all this, processing all this, and then I remember literally I was the same year I ended up got, getting pregnant with my son, and I remember just saying to my husband, 
I'm going to become a wedding photographer. And he was like, what? 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 <laughs> because it was all in my head. And I've been thinking about it, thinking about it, and working it out for like six months, trying to figure out what it was that the, the images that my friend had taken and the fact I wasn't really happy with what I was doing and what, it, what could work and what could tie together. And then I did a few courses and from a business point of view, and then I got some very kind person who was happy for, to pay me just you know, travel costs to go and take right, photos right. because they couldn't afford a photographer anyway. Right, right. And yeah, and it just went. I took the first wedding and I just went, oh, this is so much fun. I love this. And, you know, even to this day, eight odd years later, I still stand by those photos at the first wedding. I still, you know, technically I wasn't quite as slick and my camera, my kit wasn't quite as good. So mm-hmm. I struggled with lower lighting conditions, but the essence of those photos, I still stand by. And I, yeah, they're still they're still not bad. You know what I mean? Considering it was the, the first one. The passion. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah, knew yeah. one of the kind of images I knew I liked. I already from doing all the years of art direction, I knew how I liked an image to look, and I knew what appealed to me. And I knew kind of about you know composition, all that kind of thing, because mm-hmm. that's all I'd done for years as an art director. So um, so yeah, it kind of all melded together into one sort of mad mad moment. Um, and then, yeah, the rest kind of just it sort of snowballed slowly from then on. And, yeah, that was it. Eight odd years later, and here I am. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Fiona. That's been uh, that's been really, really cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, really, really great. Um, a great tour through the different photography styles there. So, um, well, it, helps, um, so it, it, really has, it really has kind of packaged them up. I think people can understand that now um, and yeah. certainly progress with their searching a lot better. Uh, using that information so uh, yeah so thanks again for joining me um it's been fun having you and uh, hopefully i will speak to you soon will do chat to you soon all right see you later Bye. bye for now